el coco no. No te me subas al coco no. No te me subas al coco no. No, nena, no. Al coco no, al coco no. Y vamos a bailar la cumbia Salta, 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 pequeña langosta, quiero alejarme de ti toda costa. Salta, 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 pequeña langosta, que hay un maremoto bailando tu lado. Why am I talking about a maremoto when I should be talking about a terremoto? What did we have recently here in the Southland, Fredo? We had an earthquake. We had an earthquake. Vandal Drummond and Alfredo Esparza weathered an earthquake. We are survivors. Yes. We are survivors. I should be singing that Gloria Gaynor, I Will Survive song. People should be thankful we're doing this podcast, considering we're practically in the epicenter of earthquakes. The earth rocked our houses. We shouldn't even joke. It might happen. Yeah, we might get a bigger one. We might get swallowed up. We might get another Northridge. Well, this is the only podcast where there's a slight chance... It could be the last podcast. It could be. That's it why very we never, well could be. We will ne- that's why we never ended Slam and Stand, because it's... That's right. It, it could have been the last one. It maybe won't be the that's last That's right. One. The earth could swallow us yeah, up one day. That's know. what California is all about. You're always living on the edge in California. Hi, I'm Vandal Drummond and Alfredo Esparza. Obviously, this is Lucha World, and we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, well... The earthquake was a bitchin'. <laughs> you felt it more than I did. I yeah, think. it was pretty hard. It was pretty. It, it was pretty rough for it, but it wasn't it's your usual earthquake. Ten yeah. seconds of thinking you're gonna die <laughs> and wondering and if then, it's gonna stop. Yeah, wondering if it's gonna <laughs> stop, and then as soon as it stops, you pretty much spend about I think 24 hours just wondering if there's gonna be another one. Yeah, which there was like the following day. I, I think, felt that one I think, actually like, at, around four o'clock. Was mm-hmm. it the next day on Saturday? And then, like, right after that, there hasn't been anything since then, so... Yeah, just all these aftershocks would... I think they only feel it, like, in Flirt and in Abra. If if it's a three, you're not going to feel it if you're not in Right, right. Basically, if if you've been in an earthquake, (coughs) you know if it's under Mm 4.5, you're not really going to, like, feel it unless you're in the epicenter. Exactly. If it's over 5, that's when you start really feeling it. (laughs) I... Actually, the worst one was the 7 with... uh, 
in Northridge. The Northridge one is... That. We're not that close to... We're not. Yes, that was the heaviest earthquake I had ever felt. Yeah. Uh, the Whittier earthquake in 87, that was the one that... It wasn't the biggest one, but I was showering in a very tiny room in our old apartment... And there was no window, so the room was like this tiny box, and it felt like a giant picked up the room and it was shaking it just to uh, scare me. Fortunately, Kurt found a towel. A towel. To, just in time to make sure. <laughs> make sure anything happens, he's covered. That's right. No pun intended. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, lots of stuff going on. Uh, first, as you were mentioning... Uh, this week's big big show, right? We're going to talk about the week. There's a really big show Sunday. Yeah, it's, a huge show on Sunday that starts around 4 o'clock. I mean, our time. It's well, one that so many people are going to be seeing. Uh, so many big matches on that card, too. Exactly. I mean, careers can careers will change. And, of course, Sunday. where does it take place? It takes place at Arena Coliseo. Yeah, 71st anniversary show. Absolutely. This is the show you don't want to miss. Big mat, Big matches... A mini is going to lose his mask on Sunday night. Oh my God! Okay, we are going to have you to must see watch it. Face. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you will see some great wrestling. Can we see the whole thing on Terra dot com Sunday? Maybe, maybe at this we point, might be able to. At this point, Terra dot com is a maybe, considering they're always screwing up. So Terra dot com is what Johnny Legend would they call actually, like a pay per view station. Like like if you uh, remember to pay your cable bill, you get to watch. Yeah, they it. actually yeah. changed their um. Hold on, let me go get something. Okay, while he's going to go get something. They actually changed their website. Yeah, while while he's they getting... Changed, they changed their website, so basically now it's like this new, um, I don't know, this new theme or something. Where yes. They have this new design. So now we can't find it. <laughs> they want to make it like an Easter egg hunt. They want to pretend, pretend their channel is a DVD. Now, while Fredo's doing that, I also want to say, for those of you not interested in watching wrestling, uh, there is WrestleMania this Sunday <laughs> taking place at uh, uh, Buffalo Horns, Montana. And remember, if, if, you don't, if you're not part of the WWE Network... You don't you get to, to pay, watch it. You have to pay 60 bucks or, I think, 70 bucks to watch it. Yeah. One show for, like... I think I think Barney's, Barney's Eatery in the city of Buffalo Horns, Montana, is hosting it. And if you can't go to it live, uh, I think they're having it, like, at the Roadhouse at the old drive-in theater. But if you can't go to it there... Did you hear that? Yes, I heard... The sound of... I love the sound computer. of a computer waking up in the morning. It smells of victory. Funny how a sound can smell... Oh, Mark Cole informs me that the hotel, his hotel can't get um, internet. <laughs> wow. Prices in Montana well, it, are it, going up. It can get internet. He just can't get Terra. Mm. That doesn't sound very promising. <laughs> that does not sound promising. So what's he going to do on Sunday then? Well, he's going to have to go to WrestleMania, I guess. Okay. In New York, I right. do also want to say that is the coolest shirt you have. Oh, thanks. Where did it? Wonder where we? Sh where other people can get cool shirts like that? I heard other people can get cool shirts like that at Designs by Humans or Designed, Designed by, by Humans. By hum <laughs> you ruined I ruined it, didn't I? I'm having fun. Are you? Yeah, and they can find the banner on our website. Too. Yeah, find the banner on the website. And in all seriousness, these guys make some of the coolest shirts. And for me, who everybody have, knows... They actually have, um, I think, three Lucha shirts on their website. Do they really? Yeah, but they're not really that 
particularly nothing great. to write home yeah. about. I mean, one of them. I want to get one because it has it's like a poster, a lucha poster, mm-hmm. and it has like a dinosaur beating up a, a luchador. Oh, awesome! I think that's, and then one of them is just a bunch of lucha masks. Then they have one that they say is a lucha mask, but it's like the Day of the Dead mask. So, it, but it doesn't. It look doesn't. Like a, it, it doesn't, doesn't look, really count. Doesn't yeah, it count. Doesn't really count. <clears throat> well, that shirt that you got me, the really cool cat shirt you yeah. got. The one I, I, the one I always wondered if you liked because you wouldn't wear like for a couple months. I think I have to tell you, although. It wasn't your fault because I think when I gave it to you was like I think the last show that we went to like for MPW, mm-hmm. right? Because I think it we, was. we haven't gotten a lot of wrestling because it was lost in my uh, yeah. gym bag for a while. Oh really? No, I have to tell you, I wear that to work. Oh, that's good. And I work. I have a government job, folks. I work for the <laughs> County of Orange. Kurt, Kurt has a government job, and yes. he wears blue um, Viano Viano T-shirts to his. I his have. Job. I and have. Where's girl Maya Junior? I have totally. So Cecilia, if you're listening to this. Your shirt is being worn at government. Absolutely, jobs. <laughs> absolutely. And I do, and sometimes I dress totally in purple at work. Yes. <laughs> and I, that's not a joke. I really those, do. Those of us in L.A. will tell you that's the truth. Steve Sims, if, if you guys see Steve Sims in New Orleans, he will vouch for Kurt Brown wearing all purple. Exactly, yes. Uh-oh. What's he doing in New Orleans? WrestleMania. I thought I was in Montana. <laughs> no. I'm really confused now. Oh my god, this is completely. Is Montana near? Look at the new, oh, the new design for Tara. Oh geez, it has arrived. It says it has arrived. The new Terra, the new Earth. Well, well the good news, the they new Terramoto. The good news is they don't ask you if you want to go to Mexico or the U.S. Oh, but I was starting oh, to tell you. It's right in the front page. I was starting to tell you that cat T-shirt you got me gets more. Oh, they redirected you. Yep, yeah, it's right on the. And front they page. even have USA right there, huh? But the lucha is right there. Very cool. The cat shirt you got me, I get more compliments on that shirt than any other shirt I wear. No oh, joke. Oh, really? Cool. They love that shirt. And I, well, when I saw it, I was like, man, it's a cool shirt. Like, for you, it, it works for you. It does. It does. Not that it wouldn't work for Well, you know, I'm such a cat man. Yeah, yeah. It's something that it represents. <laughs> that's what I thought. I'd go, this is Kurt. Mm-hmm. And it was called Cool Cat, too. So I was like, yeah. Hey, it was. And I, I seriously, I even get the shirt that previously I got the most compliments on was, of all things, my Ramones shirt. Just the basic Ramones yeah. logo. The Ramones this, shirts always do well. Yes, they do. But I get more compliments on the Cool Cat shirt than I do on any other shirt I've worn. And I've Apologies. worn a lot of funky shirts. I should apologize to people because I'm actually trying to get Tara to work right now. Yeah, so you can listen to us watch Tara. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Let me lower the volume, guys. Sorry. This is going to get us in trouble. Like playing. I think we're losing listeners play, right now. No, I think we're going to get in trouble for playing um, Terra.com. Playing the audio on our show? Yeah. Well, they, they um, <clears throat> had a Cubs fan remove all his videos. Oh, you told me about yeah. that, yes. It's very slow. Why is it so slow? I don't know. Oh, it switched over to Alta. They know we're watching. They know who we are. Everybody's watching us. I think we should get on to some lucha or we're going to lose our folks. Now, uh, well, we are getting on lucha. Well, let, well, let me talk about what really excited me is when I was uh, surfing the web last night. I was uh, when I saw the Rush versus Shocker match, we, which we will talk about in greater detail yeah. in a minute. But I was stoked to just stumble upon a match with Trio Fantasia. And I was expecting Super Muñeco, Super Raton, and Super Pinocho, but there was Super Muñeco, there was Super Raton, <laughs> and Super Raton Jr. It was so bitchin'. Seeing two Super Ratones right next to each other, 
And I first saw Super Raton wrestle Ricky Boy at the Olympic Auditorium in 1987. And I must say, he's heavier now. Uh, and well, over I mean, come on. <laughs> and over 25 years older. But he's still, I mean, I, I wouldn't say he's, you know, what he was in 1987, but he still moves. For a guy who's gained a lot of weight and aged a lot of years, he still kind of, moves. They had a kind of fun match with, um, they worked the, they work a lot of independence. They worked with, um, I think it was the ATM, mm-hmm. a group called the ATM. I don't know what they're That's doing. a cool name. No, I don't think it's the ATM. It was another group. Yeah, I think it was Cerebro Negro's group. In um, IWL, it was a pretty good match, like just the bloodbath. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll have to look good. that up. It was all right. It wasn't that great, but... <laughs> but you, I, like, I like how I started it off being what I in, good, fact, in fact, that was good, the group. wasn't that great. <laughs> my, 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 I should mention... Before we, uh, before we started, I, th- that's the group, group I was talking about. Remember you were asking me what group I saw, and it was IWL. Oh, IWL. Okay, then. I, Who did you say you saw on IWL? Super Raton. Okay, yeah, then that's them. It's that show. It's- and I, I, okay, well, of course, being an old man, I kind of dug it because I dug how very and anti- oh, Magnus with a new outfit. That's pretty cool. Oh, that is nice. It's um, turquoise cool. everywhere. I switched, it, I, I switched it for those wondering how I'm watching Terra this week. I'm watching it on Baja because I'm on Wi-Fi right now, <laughs> and apparently it's like slowing down. So what I loved about that TV was oh, it remind me. You know, you haven't seen him, right? Kamatachi, Kamatachi. No, I haven't. I'm just scared the we're going to be melting. Kamatachi. Uh, no, well, we're talking about Lucha. Kamatachi's, um, he's the Japanese dude who's doing the rec, like the fighting scroll gimmick. Oh, cool. I hate that spot. Yeah, I don't like it either. They put him on the, and then they drop kick him on the nuts. It's like, how many times have they, can you possibly do that? Okay, so back to um, Super, the True Fantasy. Yeah, what I, what I dug is it reminds me of whenever... I would turn on Lucha Libre on Channel 22 when I was a little kid. Before they started airing Titanes and El Ring, they would just air random shows from somewhere in either Mexico or South America. And it was kind of like Calgary where there would only be one or two uh, camera positions. Uh But that's how I started watching wrestling. That's how I liked it. And that's what this show does. I think there's only two camera positions. <laughs> and I dig it. I know most people think, like, yeah. oh, this really sucks. But to me, it was nostalgic. I always laugh when people, like, want stuff to look a lot better because of how WWE or, like, television in general. Do they know how much up. money that and costs? It's like, that's not how it works in yeah. like, Mexico. Exactly. Like, I remember, like, when people would be like, do they have HD TV and, uh, like, cameras in Mexico? And I go, dude, you got to find, like, somebody who actually has access to that stuff to help you out. I know when Kevin Kleinrock went to uh, mm-hmm. Mexico, when to, or when they went to Mexico to do the whole Lucha, Viva La Lucha thing, mm-hmm. they actually got it through on um, the TVC Deportes guys, because there's no, there's, they're not just going to find a company that's going to have all that stuff. Yeah. You know? Now, I'd actually like your take on something. Um, Who's going to win the Arena Collier sale mask match? Who's going to lose? I would like to know that. Actually, I don't know. Oh, great. Probably going to be Pequeño Halcón. Okay. Pequeño Halcón. There you have it, folks. So put your odds in the uh, Vegas books. Uh, the Falcon is. I heard. Cold. I heard a recent podcast, and I can't remember which one it was. But was Pete, it Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast? I wish which it was. Awesome. I haven't heard it yet. Jericho's. I haven't heard Jericho's. Brian Alvarez. It was one of the Brian Alvarez. Okay. What other podcast do I listen to besides with Todd Martin? Trains oh, coming. Train's trains coming. Get down. Get down. Get down. <laughs> 
See, that's why sometimes you don't feel the 3.0 earthquakes here, because the train passes. Yeah, the train shakes. It shakes at the level of a, of a 3.0 It totally rocks yeah. the house. It totally so rocks the house. Even if you have the laundry on, it's like... it's Exactly. Rock now, uh... Okay, back to the... They were talking... They seemed so... Oh, it was... I believe it was uh, the last Steve Sims appearance. Mm-hmm. And everybody was so surprised that MMA has not taken off in Mexico. Now, I... I'm not following the trends very much at all, as you know, of anything. You whether know, what's Lucha. the first rule of doing a podcast with me? Don't talk about MMA. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that you'd find this fascinating oh, because... Ask me? what were you going to ask me? Well, I'm not surprised it hasn't taken off in Mexico. Uh, do you... Th- are you well, shocked? It didn't, it didn't take off right away in the U.S. either. Right. I mean, it had a, it had a point where it got hot, like, like when it first started. I think there was like a certain. It was point. almost like a novelty. Yeah, it then, was a fad. And then there was a point where it just stopped, and they got hot again. Yeah, I think that's what. I mean, Mexico's still boxing. I think boxing might be more popular than that right now. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, and you know, I'm surprised too because MMA, Mexican fans love that stuff. That I think it, it it's going to depend on who they find as a Mexican wrestler, um, fighter who people can root for. Because I think I don't know. I don't follow mixed martial arts. Is there any Mexican? It, no, Mexican American, maybe, and that's you know. where it's that's there's a divide. Between, yeah, I mean it, that's the, I was laughing because um there's I don't know if you read the story on Blue Demon Junior getting upset about Ray Mysterio not yeah. being Mexican enough. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's what I'm referring to. Like mm-hmm. like a lot of us, there's certain levels. Like if you're Mexican, there's certain levels where they they want they you're not Mexican enough. Well, when when Kane Velasquez won, I remember there was somebody you know at work was jazzed because she says I was so tired of people saying, "Oh, aren't you excited that Tito Ortiz won?" and that worker said he's a coconut, you know. Probably not a very correct term, but that's, that's how, what they said. I thought it was pretty rude, actually. <laughs> well, you know, what's, what's, it's funny because even with us that are, like, from, from here, mm-hmm. born and raised as Amer- Mexican-Americans, mm-hmm. there's still that divide where if you speak Spanish, mm-hmm. and then there's the ones that don't speak Spanish. There's, like, that even, that divide. Like, within our family, it's like, we get along with them, but if they can't speak to the Spanish-speaking family, mm-hmm. it's like... It's just awkward, right? So you look, you so like even like when we're, when we're so even with the, like with no intentions, yeah. there's a block. Even like Lucha shows, I was surprised. Like um, Steve Payne doesn't know a lot of Spanish. The guy mm-hmm. who's working in AAA, and I was like, man, how do you go? It's it makes it even more impressive that he went to Mexico on his own dime to go like that is impressive. That's do brave. Like, I don't think I would have yeah, done that. I mean, I mean give, if, give it to if, him. if it was a guy who spoke Spanish, like if Superboy went to Mexico mm-hmm. that or like some dude like that, it wouldn't be that shocking. Right, like a guy who doesn't speak Spanish—that's pretty impressive. Like that is impressive. Yeah. But one of the reasons I guess how surprised is, is I, and of course I don't know about mixed martial arts, but I have the impression that it's a pricey thing to promote and a pricey thing to train is. with. Because I think with lucha, with lucha, I mean, your basic run of the mill, like small mom and pop type of indie shows, it's not going to cost you as much as an MMA show because MMA guys aren't. Yeah. Gonna, Although you know, there's a lot of underground MMA shows that aren't. Kind of but busy they to suck. Yeah, but I've saw I've saw tapes of them, and oh my god, really? it's not. It, it it shouldn't even be called is MMA. It, is it worse than indie lucha? <laughs> yeah, it is. Like the bottom rung. Indie it is. Lucha? It is. No, I remember. I can't remember. Was it King of the Cage? It was one of the local ones that's on a casino, uh, or not a casino on Native American ground, yeah. but promoted at a casino. That's, that's racist. 
That is very racist <laughs> that they have casinos, yes. Okay, coconuts to casinos. I think we've, I think we've covered everything. <laughs> yes, we have. We've said every bad thing tonight, and we're going to say much, much well, worse Well, right now, things. watching Starman beating up um, Sangre uh, Azteca. Sangre Azteca. Now, Sangre Azteca does need a good ass kicking. Yeah. That's what he needs. Uh, no, but I, I will... No, the the low-level MMA, I didn't realize until I actually saw uh, some very low-budget television how painful it is to watch. Did you ever watch Rings and um, that Spanish channel? Do you remember? You, weren't, you never watched About that? 15, 16 years yeah, ago? Yeah, yes, I did. Remember. Yes. I used to love watching that stuff, and I'm not an MMA fan. I just loved watching like yeah. that. Uh, I think, and they even would show UFC sometimes. They showed Don Fry beating up some really. Yeah, that dude. was a really weird show. Yeah. It, it was. was on, it was on Channel Twenty Two, I think. Remember, and I, I would just like watch it. I was like, I was just like, that's where I saw Don Fry, and I was like, man. And sometimes mesmerized by Don Fry because it's so bad. And sometimes like, they would show a, a, a fight somewhere like in Brazil, but you had no idea where it was. You've never heard of any of the guys on you it. You know the worst ones were when they were like in Norway or like one of those countries that mm-hmm. and, and and they would have like their fighters and it's like why are these guys on spanish television i almost think that whoever did it i, I bet you they weren't authorized to air the show even yeah, i bet you they just true. collected a bunch of it's rings. like it was rings i was like how do they even know about rings like of all the all the promotions. it would have been if like all the legendary tape collectors back then like jeff lynch put all their tapes together and yes. put them on tv not worried about the back copyright then, back back in the 80s and 90s you could get away with doing that remember how many like a lot of guys did like um, those. Um, what are those small channel? Um, what do they call the small channels that? Um, oh, the, that public the, access. Public, public access, access yes. Channels. They would do like shows like an hour, mm-hmm. and they would show actually highlights of matches and stuff like. That's that. That's right. A number. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of guys did that. I know a lot of guys who like try to get me to like provide to content for them, mm-hmm. and I was like, guys, you guys realize there's a reason you could get you nailed stay underground. Yeah. Well, it's like the whole WWE thing. Like when people like. They they want to mess around with WWE. No, you don't mess around with WWE. You kind of like oh, they'll come get you and they'll own you. Yeah. Well, because because I told you how uh, uh, Martine Cardigan's daughter uh, wrote. You know, when I first started corresponding with her, told me how somebody stole a whole bunch of tapes, not just the Titanes and El Ring tapes uh, from the TV studio in Argentina in Buenos Aires, but also a bunch of variety shows. Oh wow! And and that's probably how they caught him. Uh, they know they know how they caught him for the his yeah. house burned down oh, okay. and all the tapes with it. Oh. Well, uh, I forget what the guy's name was, but it made sense it was to me. La momia, la momia. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fire. La momia yeah. strangles yeah. him. He walks out as the fires went out. He walks out. <laughs> Martin with said, all the all the tapes burned. <laughs> His grand, his grand finale. In a hundred years, there will yes. be a tomb in Argentina with all the Titanic yes. tapes with yes. La Momia. La Momia's hand sticking out like... Yeah, Martin said, ah, La Momia está durmiendo. Let's yes. wake him up and get the his tapes. Revenge, his revenge. No, but but when I was a kid, it, it confused me because uh, in the TV guide, it was listed as Titanes en Acción. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a whole different... Uh, opening to the show than they did in Argentina. But I didn't know that as a kid. I just thought that's what the show was called. But it dawned on me when she told me that, like, oh, th- that's why they changed the name of the show, because this guy probably put a new entrance uh, entrance onto the show, or intro, I should say, and the sold good them. Old days. Yeah, he probably the sold them. The good old days of just yeah. bootlegging somebody else's. And what made, <laughs> what made even more sense is I came across a TV guide from 1975, and there was a comedian there named Jose Marone, mm-hmm. who was like a big, big deal. And he had a show, I think it was called just like 
the El Show de Jose Maroni. <laughs> but here in L.A., where I remember it being aired, it was called La Vuelta de Maroni. It, its title uh-huh. was changed too, and I always wondered if. Well, there's a lot of sh- like a lot of in- like a lot of the shows that you see from Mexico. Mm-hmm. They come here or they're filmed here. Like you'll see like a lot of stuff like. I think like a lot of the like you're seeing a lot of CMLL talent yeah. show up on TV Azteca, but mm-hmm. it's not that they're on TV Azteca. They're on TV Azteca over here, like yeah. Azteca America. Yeah, but this was definitely so from like, Argentina. Yeah. Like yeah, this so definitely. Like, oh, really? So I I always wonder if the guy if that's why the guy stole them is so he could because you, you wanted to voice over on them. Huh? I'd love to voice over. <laughs> Are you kidding? Here comes that'd the be momia. like my dream come true. Speaking of momias, mm-hmm. we should talk about Sin Cara. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want chess. I hate to say it like this, but he went from being wrestler of the year, the first luchador to become wrestler of the year, to what he is now. It's amazing that story keeps on going. It's like it, like I told you, everybody, like the last show, what was going on. In fact, in fact, keep us up to speed because I because so the latest update came from announcer mm-hmm. on. Well, actually, the first story came that um, um, Joey Styles tweeted. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Joey Styles and WWE. I think the WWE tw- Twitter account also mm-hmm. did it. And they wished him uh, well in this future endeavor. Mm-hmm. I think it was this past last week, not this week, but the previous week. And um, and then um, Dave Meltzer's um, Observer newsletter this past week, he wrote that um, apparently he still has ninety more days of non compete. <laughs> right until June twenty sixth is probably the earliest he could get out, but he's still getting paid, which I think is kind of weird. I'm kind of curious if there might be something more to the name. Maybe that's why he's still Possibly. using the name. Possibly. But there might also be that they don't want like a lot of issues with it. Maybe they just want to settle yeah. something down. The, they're trying to settle something and just keeping it going along. Mm-hmm. So um, all the promoters that were... I, I tweeted this. <coughs> I tweeted this. And right as I tweeted this, the guy who... Pro, um, he doesn't promote the shows. Mm-hmm. He actually promotes the, the, the building and works for the TV network. Multimedios. Okay. He posts a flyer. Oh. And now he posts a new flyer. Only it's not, um, Averno's not on this one. Now it's, um, Sin Cara teaming with, um, his brother Argenis mm-hmm. and Cibernetico versus the Psycho Circus, which I'm sure is going to be a thrilling match. <laughs> 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 which, you know, you know, if you haven't seen these guys wrestle, it's not going to be a pretty match. It's not going to be, that's, um, Songa Chicano's daughter, Yuvia. Oh, that's her? Yeah. Ooh. We were talking about it the last show, the last time you were over. Cute. Actually, we were on the phone when you were. We were talking about. I was going to say I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said my memory's yeah. bad, but so not then, that bad. So then, um, they post the flyer for that, mm-hmm. and so now all the flyers are coming out again. But mm. it's like it's it's weird because if he still has that non compete non non compete clause, <laughs> I'm kind of curious if it just means TV. I don't know because it could be just for TV, and I'm guessing maybe that's. Maybe that's what. That's probably why the Monterey stuff will probably not be showing up on online. Right. <laughs> I also wonder. I. I mean, do I. TV. I don't know how 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 big a deal like how big a deal would it be to WWE to actually go after them legally in an international lawsuit? I don't know. Is that oh, a no complex idea. thing? I have no idea. I, I'm not. A Eric Anderson, Bob <laughs> Barnett. Where are you? Ask Steve Sims. He could look it up. Okay. He would actually do the research. Dolores Blasting Game. We need you. Um, Lawyers everywhere. Dallas. Oh, and we just yeah. saw Goya Kong. Yeah, Dallas. Goya Kong, who we have said, is a, is a very large girl with a beautiful face. 
But that's it's what true. I, I was watching this one show, and they, um, the dad was being very mean to the the, the daughter because mm-hmm. she was overweight, and she lost weight. And I was like, well, she's actually attractive. She said mm-hmm. she had a pretty face. So I go, but you know, it's not the right thing to do. You don't. You should, Dad. You should. You should love her no matter yeah, what. You if be you're a just dick kid, about it, yeah. She, she looks, you could she, lose all the weight attractive. and you still know that your dad's a dick. Because, you know, some women who are a little overweight, yeah. they're attractive. And there are also guys who like big women, too. No, but they're attractive, yeah. too. Like, there's some, yes, I there agree. there are some women that they lose weight and they're, they look a lot better. Exactly. So it's like, okay. And there's some women who look good. Yeah, big, and there's guys. There's <laughs> guys. No, let's keep talking about it. There's guys like Robert Crumb who can appreciate a woman we're, with big, strong we're, legs we're, and a big tuchus. For those listening, we're watching um, the women CML, wrestling. Yes, match. yes. The ladies of Polanco. We can show. never get enough women's wrestling in CMLL. Actually, we can. No, we can't. We, we need can. more. We need less. All women, all the time. I dig um, Princess Blanca though. I think yes. it's so stupid that they come out to single late single ladies. <laughs> it's like these women. Are, first of all, she's not single. Yeah, that is kind of teasing yeah, the fans. So they're working us. They're, they're working us, goddammit. Well, it's not even a they're work. They're swerving us. It's not even a work. They're swerving us. It's not even a work because we already know that she's married to um, Felino. It's a pretty public thing. It's in the reality TV series. They're still teasing us. Yeah. Um, so. Blank out. Sin Cara, I have no idea because the other thing is like WWE, Triple A, like did the whole thing showing his shadowy figure mm-hmm. at the end of a show, like. What in February? Sometime in February. Yes. So you're you're gonna have to wait March, April, May, June, mm-hmm. four to five months to bring them back again. I mean, that seems kind of like <laughs> like I was telling you, a lot of promoters rushed. That's because I think what what I think happened was that he started like trying to bargain a new deal with other promotions. Yes, and I'm sure he's playing hardball. And, and he was from what... he was using the WWE to like get more um, yeah more out of whatever promotion worked out deal with him. And I think it kind of screwed up. And the as whole plan. I understand, okay, as I do understand the whole complete non-compete clause, there's a lot of speculation how long it actually is. There's no, there's no definite answer yeah. how long it is. Yeah. People are because there's some guys who last longer than like you never see them for like 90 days. It's actually mm-hmm. longer, like 120 days sometimes. Sometimes you don't see them for like a full year. And to be honest, if I was getting paid to stay home, I would take advantage of I it. Would stay home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then again, maybe Sin Cara's injuries... You know what you would do? you do what Teddy Hart did. Just sit at just home. Just go play, nuts. Play video games and get high. Get high and, <laughs> and jump off your house. That was what he did when he got his... Um, I believe it. I believe and it. I was like, dude, I believe that. It's Teddy Hart. The Lanny Poffo. Still, still Lanny great... Poffo made a fortune working for WCW by not wrestling. Still one of the greatest emails I ever got. Teddy Hart's email. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> He's uh, quite, he quite the character. Have a whiff on me. Yeah, Come is. on, everybody. Have a whiff on me. Now, if anybody you? knows what that song is, um, have a whiff on me. Uh, we, Ride me at Liger, L-Y-G-E-R, at AOL.com, and I will send you a Lucha World t-shirt. You should mention that. I, Nobody's uh, going to write you The Raina Reyes show that I just watched. I've been yes. watching. I haven't watched the last two matches, Okay, but I watched the first five. First of all... It's so funny. I was watching the AAA Rated Reyes intro, mm-hmm. and the I don't know if you noticed the first video that showed up for CMLL's Dos Leyendas show was a dance sequence that featured Fuego, yes, dancing to his entrance song. Uh-huh. So, what song does AAA use on Rated Reyes to open their show? The same song that no Fuego way. uses. Yes. No way. And I was like, so I'm thinking. 
first of all, actually, the choreography was way better in CMLL because mm-hmm. they actually did a. The AAA was more like then just like three girls just being their, funky, yeah, being like you know like stripper dancing, you know. <laughs> it, was like, <laughs> it wasn't like a choreographed thing, so it's like I'm watching this like how how many songs can there possibly be that are hot right now in Mexico where you're just picking El Coco No. <laughs> That's the one song. And it's like, and you know, it's even stupider for AAA because, I mean, that's the song that's identified with Fuego in Mexico. That's actually something he uses. Like, that's his song. He comes out, dances to it. That's his song. Don't use that song. I was wondering if they're snickering, thinking that it would be a rib on him or something I, I like make that. Fun. I say that, and Pegaso comes out to um, El Consejo's music. <laughs> so it, it's just weird. Like, I would try to, like, not use music from the other, somebody else. I would try. I, I, There's mean, millions of mu- songs out there, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah I, know, I, know, I know you're in competition and stuff, but I really think you should, for the most part, ignore what they're doing and try to promote your own shit. Well, you, you know. know? But it's weird because I think it was funny because AAA did their show ahead of um, Dos Leyendas. It was, mm-hmm. it was the week before that. And for them to both use it, it's like, what a coincidence. Yes. So then um, Ray the Ray is the, what I did. I I know Conan said the first five matches were good, and I, mm-hmm. I would agree with him. The 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 Atomi, the Relevos de Locura match, the one that has the midget, the, the mm-hmm. it's a midget, an exotico, a regular dude, and the woman. I actually thought that they've had better matches than the one that aired on that show. Because there was some stuff where it was just like, oh my god. Because Sexy Star, like, there were points where she was, like, the one in charge of the whole match. Like, just dominating. Oh, she was leading the whole thing? Like, dude, she was giant swinging Dinastia. Wow. And I was like, dude, seriously. How the hell do you have... <laughs> Mamba, Mamba and Pipinella were really good. Mm-hmm. Dinastia versus Charlie, uh, mini Charlie Manson was mm-hmm. good. I, I even think Sexy Star was okay. Fabi was okay, as usual. But, I mean, there were moments in the match where they all got into the ring and it just was like a giant clusterfuck. Wow. But it was all right. It was, it was like, the end of it was really good because it was, um, they all got rid of each other. And it ends with Pimpinella and Mamba. Cool. Like, slapping each other. And then they're going for near pinfalls. And then at one point, Pimpinella is going to jump, climb on the top rope to give a drop kick. So Mamba is, is standing up. For whatever reason, the ref ends up grabbing Mamba to get him up. Mm-hmm. And Mamba does this scream, like, he goes, screams, like, ah! <laughs> and he moves, he moves, and Pipinella drop kicks the ref. Okay, Mamba does this scream like he goes, screams like ah. And he moves, <laughs> he moves, and Pipinella drop kicks the ref. Okay, this is the this is where I thought was kind of like a stupid spot. Mamba runs over to like check on the ref. Yes, the ref just got drop kicked. Mm-hmm. Pipinella comes from behind, rolls up Mamba for the pin, mm-hmm. and the ref counts. Like the fastest count ever. And I'm like thinking, why is he doing a fast count if he's a heel referee? Heel referee and a baby face just kicked him. Yeah. Yeah, that makes no sense. So I was like, that that seemed like really stupid. But I mean, other than that, the highlight was Pentagon Jr. Uh, uh, Pe- Pentagon Jr. comes in mm-hmm. and proceeds to like, they're all standing in the line and he comes in and chops all for the Technicos. Oh my God. <laughs> and then he, then he power bombs Fabi Apache and like does, because ch- him and Sexy Star teaming up to feud with him. What was the next match? trying to think i know i wrote it down <laughs> we're doing us on the fly tonight we're folks we're, you know, we usually do this on the fly there's there's no yeah. there's no planning for we don't ask for your forgiveness but we, we are doing this on the we fly but we do plan, not we ask for this. forgiveness well i would like to uh while you're you keep up with ray the ray okay no no go ahead go, go ahead. ahead go ahead okay okay i gotta look this up i i have to say when you're talking about turning into a cluster is uh i did see the initial uh uh, Torneo Cibernetico. Yeah. Uh, where 
I think it was 10 or 12 of the youngsters. 16. You 16. were watching uh, CML's um, Torneo for the final eight yes, going into it. was the- on Cubs fan f- site. And I, the, re- the reason I sound so sketchy on it is I had to watch it without sound because I had to watch it in breaks at work today and I couldn't crank it uh, loud at the workstation. But Kind of like what we're doing right now. <laughs> it is a match that with so many people involved and so many of them uh, – being so young, well, I would yeah. think it would be a cluster, but no. The only one that I, I think the only ones that are, are really experienced are Hechicero. Actually, Metallico's experienced, mm-hmm. and he's the one that got hurt. <laughs> he got hurt in the match. Um, him, Metallico, and um, Guerrero Negro Jr. Although Guerrero Negro Jr. is like he's experienced. You know how exper- he's Poder Infernal experience, mm-hmm. where he's experienced, but he does a lot of stuff that's like, why are you doing? Why are you doing that? Yes. You're not ready yes. to do that yet. But no, this this was fun to watch it and. It's normally what you would call a spot fest, but with so many people working and considering how many uh, younger guys are working this big a match, it looked more like a fireworks show. Guys flying everywhere, nailing each other. And uh, every now and then there's a little spot of confusion, you know, probably just because of, you know, a little greenery, but... Uh, for the most lot, some part, some of those guys were really green. Like I think, but it worked. It Star Junior's really new on that. Yeah, and there's there's areas where it showed, but it was a really uh, really exciting match. And yeah, I'm gonna sound like the biggest mark saying this, but when Oro Junior does uh, uh, the balanca, yeah, when he climbs up top of him, yeah, I actually yeah. get a chill. I mean, it's, it's, it's an awesome spot. there's something moving about it. I mean, because he he does it just like uh, Oro did. You know, he's really good. But I, I think he's. They're gonna. I think he's gonna be the one that they like try to push next year. Really? I think he'll because this year I think they have so many. They're mm-hmm. bringing in so many guys that it's like at some point it was funny because I was reading on Twitter and um, Apollo Dantes posted the the lineup for Guadalajara mm-hmm. and Hijo de Fantasmas right like tweets him back. Hijo de Fantasma just left CMLL. Very voice, very opinionated on CMLL. Now that he's in AAA, yes, and he's like. And he notices Hijo de Signos like in the second match. And he's like, Hijo de Signos too low. And I'm like, I was going to tweet him back, have you seen Hijo de Signos Russell? <laughs> uh-huh. And I thought, I'm not going to write that because <laughs> he's going to think I'm a dick. <laughs> but you know what it is? I think a lot of wrestlers, because they're friends or like this guy's experienced or something, they don't, they don't, they're very bad judges of, of what a wrestler is. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 very like not not everybody's a very good judge of wrestling. No, right? they aren't. They aren't, and yeah. they also don't. And also, a lot of things don't take into account. Uh, what's oh, he what's he match. what's he like in the dressing room? Uh, does he work well with others? Does he bitch and whine at the promoters? Uh, there's yeah. a lot of reasons guys but, who are good won't get pushed. But see, Signo, when he first got there, he kind of like he seemed he was very green looking. Mm-hmm. And they had this really good match with Ray Cometa. Mm-hmm. But the reality was that Ray Cometa's really that good. He's <laughs> so like, Ray Cometa he's, carried it. Yes, he's really good. He made a very good... And it was a lightning match. It was only like six, seven minutes long. Mm-hmm. But then like as, as, as you see him more, you kind of started noticing, yeah, I can see why he's not really that pushed. Because mm-hmm. he's really not that... He's not that... He's, there's there's really good talent, then there's guys who are very, like, basic-looking. Yeah. Well, I bet right. you, you go to another promotion, you probably get brownie points from that promotion for bagging on the other promotion. Yeah. You know, or at and least I'll, you think you'll get brownie points. I mean... Yeah, so I should talk about the Daga match. Yes. Because um, it was funny, because they do this video where he's talking about how why he hasn't been defending the Cruiserweight title. And he's like... The reason I'm not defending the Cruiserweight title is because there's no competition in AAA. <laughs> so then he's like, so then I asked Dorian Roldan to 
or I think he, he said, yeah, he asked Dorian Rodon to ask AAA to pick their three best wrestlers to be in this four-way match. So they have Arginis, Superfly, and um, Australian Suicide. And this match, like the first eight minutes is very like one of those matches where it's just spot fest. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like it at first. But then once that that eight minute or nine minute mark got got going, they did some stuff that, I mean, first of all, doing a they did a back crack. Um, Arginis drew the backcracker off of top rope on um, Australian Suicide. That looked very awkward. That was mm. when the turning point kind of started. Like, okay. Okay, that's... It, I was like, man, this is going to get really bad. But actually, the best part was that Daga was eliminating everybody. And, you know, this is a guy who, like, three years ago was, like, hot shit in the independent scene. And, like, all of a sudden, he was in anything in um, AAA. So I thought, you're going to get him over. He eliminated all three guys. The match was okay. Then they went to the... I'm trying to remember. They didn't show Fabi running in and um, suplexing um, Daga. That's a shame. That was such a great photo. Yes, that's a beautiful photo. As a I was just fact. realizing that while I, I I saw the picture right now. How could they, they eliminate that. that? I was like, how do you get rid of that? After that, it was Chessman versus Viano Four. Mm-hmm. If you love a brawly, a bloody brawl, is that the match? This is the match that you have to watch. Is so that isn't that the match that I heard about? Where Conan said that was like the best. Yeah, match going into it, the fans weren't jazzed, but well, they once once it took place, they loved. They it. They weren't thrilled because Blue Demon Junior couldn't be on the show. Yeah, and I thought, you know, not for anything, but Blue Demon Junior can't lace up Viano Four Shoes mm-hmm. on his best day. I think they were just bummed because it was like a title match that had been planned and had been booked way in advance, right? And Blue G- Demon Junior couldn't make it. So then Viano 4 comes in, they just beat the crap out of each other. Like, they wow. just like had slap. Well, it starts with Chessman talking about how um, Blue Demon Jr. Could, didn't show up because, um, what, what was that, what he said? Oh, God, I can't remember. It was, uh, it was a good line. I can't remember what he said, but um, it was this really good line, and Viano 4 distra- uh, gets upset about it. He's like, he, shows up, he goes over and he's like, he, he slaps him across the face. Chess man across the face, like, "Hey, Blue Demon is in here. I'm here. Let's wrestle." <laughs> and they just, started, <laughs> and they just stopped. They did. They just started wrestling. That's it, awesome. Like they just like like first like within three minutes, um, Viano Ford did a tope to the outside on Chess Man, and then they brought in the chair, hit him up, hit on um, Viano Ford across the head on with the chair, blade job early in the in wow. the match. Viano Ford. Then Chess Man does a blade job. But it's funny, Chess Man's blade job was uh, him bumping into the turnbuckle. Oh, the hard way, huh? No, no, him cutting himself. <laughs> oh, on the turnbuckle. Oh, no, no way. Him doing the, the cut, the uh-huh. gig, and then like taking the bump to the... Because to, he was he was going to get hit with a chair afterwards. Oh, okay, gotcha, so gotcha. So he had to get blood before that. and then But it, they just got a lot of blood in the match. So they're bla- they're bleeding throughout the the whole thing. You see, like it's funny. You see these guys brawling, and nearby you see like this dude with a towel cleaning up the blood. Oh. <laughs> I'm, like, the f-? I'm like, I'm just thinking, why are you cleaning the blood? There's... It sounds like a Monty Python yeah. sketch. Yeah, so Viano Four, <laughs> I mean, this was this was really good. Like it ends up with Chessman spearing Viano Four and Viano mm-hmm. Four selling a rib injury, and that was good. Then they came. I think after that, you see, while this is going on, they're setting up the cage. And, like, the, on the side, they're bringing out the parts for the cage. Mm-hmm. Up next is the cage match. Cage match was, like, a like all these weapons inside. It's a dome. Mm-hmm. So, basically, remember the WWE rings when they had those big old holes? Mm-hmm. Didn't you think, like, if a skinny guy could fit through that? Probably, yes. A luchador could fit th- through that. So, I'm watching this cage, and I'm thinking, well, you know, they have to climb up to the very top of the dome. Mm-hmm. It's like the the TNA dome. I think you might have seen that one where they climb in. I actually through, didn't. There's so this the little hole dome. and they get out through there. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, they're going to do that. That's the rule. They're not going to do any like 
anything to like make it seem like they could get out through the middle or the bottom. Right. Because you could get out through there. So they go through this whole match. Everybody's climbing through the cage. Um, Hamburger Boy, what they did to get him out, they had this really long ladder. Uh-huh. He climbs up the ladder. They're holding the ladder for him so he could climb up. Mm-hmm. As he's on the, la- on, the, on, the dome, on the dome cage... I understand because, I mean, I would be scared shitless because that thing was pretty high. Oh, yeah. So he's up there. He, so what they do is they send out all the baby faces to come out and, like, help him get down. But it's not because it's part of the gimmick, like, right. getting down. So he gets down like that. Everybody else is getting down. Everybody, as everything's going on, it's, it, it's okay. Like, Joe Leader sprains his ankle early on. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of crazy shit in the match. Um, Pentagon Jr. is the guy you got to watch in this match. This dude is fucking awesome in this match. He climbs the cage. And he decides he's going to climb it. As he climbs it, first time, first attempt, he falls off. Uh huh. The second attempt, um, he they set up a ladder, mm-hmm. and um, Steve Payne holds the ladder for him. And it's a flimsy ladder, but you see Steve Payne holding it. He does a he does a great job of like making it look like he's holding it really well. Right. Pentagon Jr. climbs the very top of it. He's holding his legs. On, he ties his leg on one on the bottom on the on the dome. Uh huh. Holds it. And then he does this spot where he's like doing this, and then he like slips off, like pretends like oh my god, like he's pretending like he's gonna fall off. Uh-huh. Just a great comedy spot. Oh, and, but he gets out. Oh. He gets out. Still fine. Phoenix and Steve Payne finish the match. Really good match. Like what they're doing out there. Um, they do the spot where um Phoenix is climbing out of the cage, but he's worn out. So Steve Payne throws his like bucket at him, mm-hmm. and as he throws it, he's waiting for uh, Phoenix to fall off. But I guess he finally like, figured he's got to get him. So he grabs him and then power bombs him off the, off the cage. Wow. So all this is going on. Steve Payne sets up this board on top of two chairs. Mm-hmm. You know, AAA, they don't have, ch- they don't have tables. <laughs> they have boards. <laughs> yes. So they set up the board on two chairs, flimsy looking. Then he grabs lighter fluid. And then he mm. sprays it on the, on, the, on, the, on the board. Yes. Pentagon Jr. is on the floor on the, next to him. Gives him a, gives him a, a lighter. He lights it up. It lights. It lights the very corner of the, of the of the t- of the board. It doesn't light anything else. Oh no way! Like, so then you see Pentagon Junior like crawl back inside and throw more lighter fluid on there. And I'm like, dude, don't crawl into the cage. The whole gimmick <laughs> is that these guys you have to climb. You're out desperate of the to get out of there, yes, and it's supposed to be and then you difficult. Just, you just expose the whole cage. Uh. So I'm writing. I'm I'm thinking you could. You could have just caught it out from the bottom. So then um, Steve Payne, instead of um, throwing Phoenix through, he does a Spanish... Phoenix does a Spanish fly. He falls on the, on the table. doesn't land on the fire because the fire is, like, way on the other side. <laughs> it looked, it probably looked better, like, in the arena. Mm-hmm. But on TV, it just looked, like, really oh, hokey. Boy. It looked very hokey. <laughs> but Phoenix does his dash to the top and ends right. up getting out. Steve Payne loses his hair. But that was actually... Uh, I thought the mm-hmm. end of it was really good, but, like, there was... It's just, like, a, it's just your... You know, it's a hardcore yeah. match. You're so what you gonna... saw of Ray DeRayas, would you give it then a thumbs up or recommendation? The tag match afterwards, mm-hmm. which was pretty good, too. So I would say it was pretty good. Because like, everybody says the first five matches were all and the last two matches weren't great. Mm-hmm. So I would say it was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like... I'm guessing Dos Leyendas was a, uh, was a lot better just because the main event. Right. And everybody, if the main event is good, usually that's what wins. Yeah. Out. Yes. But I thought it was... I mean, it... It was better than I. I've seen some other shows, and sometimes it's just a mess. But the fact that the tag match was really good, the cage match at the end was really good. 
the beginning of it was really like um, yeah. just a garbage. But what was thing. necessary to get the show over yeah. on the whole? I mean, it had, good, it. It had good wrestling. Yes. It, was, it had good wrestling. It Very cool. It wasn't that on. Okay, that, I will check yeah. that so out you then. Should, you should watch definitely. Well, Viano Four versus Chessman. I do want to see a that good match. Right I've there. been intrigued by that ever since yeah. I read read about that yeah. in the so sheets. That was good. So you should watch that. Um, now, last night I saw the entirety of the Rush versus Shocker, yeah, match. which I haven't watched. I, yeah, how funny! Usually, it's you who've seen it, and it's I who have not seen. Well, I was watching. I was watching um, Triple A's on. Mm-hmm. First of all, well, this is the other. You thing. were probably watching a Triple A right when I was watching. Yeah, well, that's the other thing with Triple A. Triple um, A usually post their videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I was as I was looking for it on their page because I figure they're putting them up. I should right promote their stuff because it's more likely that they're not going to get knocked off. So as I'm looking for part one of Triple A's Ray the Reyes, I noticed that um, what's going on? It shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, we're the, still the watching the video feed. The video feed. <laughs> not, not anything else. I don't want to. Do, no, oh not, dear, not, rumors are going to spread between <laughs> us. Oh dear. Um, so oh, um, will, will Physico be the uh, best man at our wedding? <laughs> So I'm looking for I'm looking for the the part one of Ray the Reyes and I can't find it. Uh-huh. So I end up tweeting uh, the Cubs fan like, "Hey, is it just me or is, is is Ray the Reyes part one missing?" He's like, "He's like, no, it's not on there." So then I I, I tweet um the, the webmaster. Mm-hmm. I, go, I go, "Is it is it where's Ray the Reyes part one?" He's like, "It won't be available anymore." Really on YouTube. So I'm guessing gotcha. there must have been something on the video that that I just guess didn't. YouTube just couldn't. Yeah. It wasn't, or you know, it might have not been YouTube. It might have been somebody else. Because I mean, it could have been something where they kind of got a legal issue, or something. that could be. That always could be. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, Rush versus Shocker. I was, you know, now there was that clip uh, that aired for a while after the show yeah, the where it showed, camp. yeah, the fan where, cam where the fan celebrates right afterwards. Oh, it's hysterical! People, you should look look for this clip of it's somebody with a handheld who's. Watching the last five minutes of the Shocker versus Rush match, and when Rush wins, the fan goes crazy and starts yeah. waving his his phone camera all over the place. So, so it feels like you're being thrown around the arena. Uh, and, but no, it was fun seeing the whole match. I got I gotta say, I mean, because remember around this time last year, it was uh, Rush who took Terrible's hair. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed that. In Not s- this time this year. It was like in September. Wasn't September? But two years ago, I think. God, time like, flies. It was, like, it was like two years ago. Time flies. Was it? Wasn't that okay? That that Mario was on. Costa's Blue Panther was a year ago. Okay, around this time. Because I remember it was the same show that uh, Puma King and Ray Cornetta. Yeah, that was two years ago. Wow, my my, my sense that of time is getting bad. I got to start writing things down. Well, that's what I tell you when I, I do the when I do the Lucha World 100. Mm-hmm. I always plan on doing it like in February, and I I end up doing it like. I think most of the time I do it on April or May. Right. I think actually May is the day, the month. But then like last last year I did it like in September or October. Oh, <laughs> it's like, okay. But it's gotcha, like a, gotcha. cuz I it, you just don't have time. But that was like flies. yeah, that would but that was like the first like match that supposedly was going to give Rush the boost. Yeah. And uh I mean yeah, he went over and stuff, but I, I thought it kind of elevated Terrible a little more than him. Uh, yeah. Terrible looked almost like he was elated that he was getting his hair cut. Shocker put over Rush so thoroughly. It's the way somebody should put somebody over oh, in... Durantes is one of the judges. Oh, check oh, look, it out. There's, there's the, the parrot. Uh, en busca de un lo just started. For those wondering, Kurt showed up late. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the parrot is a judge. That's right. 
Uh, yeah, probably pause this. This is it. wrestling with the stars. <laughs> wrestling with the stars. Or, or I guess people don't mind if we talk while. while yeah, well, but look at, look at Shocker's hair. <laughs> they. They can't, I thought he they, lost his hair. They can't see his hair, Fredo. Nobody can see his no, hair. Look at his hair. <laughs> yep. Oh, Dragon Rojo's a judge. Oh, my God. Oh, Are dear. You, is that the Dragon Rojo? Oh, my God. Is he a judge? Okay. You will edit this part out, won't you? <laughs> no, I'm going to leave it. Oh, boy. Oh, look at his hair. Oh, how funny. It's, full, it's back. Boy, he grows fast. Is he a Chia pet? Shocker's hair. Shocker is a Chia pet. No, but but what I loved it is how Shocker totally sold it as a loss. I love how the parrot's just. <laughs> and <laughs> have you been watching the parrot lately in CML? Nope. He just sits in the court in the stairs on the stairs. Oh, is he worn out? I think he's still. I think they don't. Let, they're not letting him do anything anymore. Oh, okay. So he just sits in the stairs. He's just like sitting there, like bad I, tidings. I tell, I tell people, what is Dragon Roll? How is he going to judge these guys? He sucks. <laughs> Although yeah, a good match. I shouldn't. I shouldn't judge him. It's like getting. Oh, Ed, like he's saying hi to. It's the like parrot. getting Ed Wood to be a judge at the yeah. Academy Awards. He said hi to the parrot. There he goes. They, he gets it. points for that. He does audio. get points for that. We should put audio on this so we could hear it. Oh boy, this is going to be like the show we're talking about. Oh, you better not play that. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. But no, no. But this was a show that actually did, I think, elevate Rush. Uh, and like I was telling you, if I hadn't seen that last five minutes already, when he went home uh-huh. uh, with that, uh, what do you call that hold? The pile driver pedigree or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I would have thought they would keep the kicking rush out. Driver. <laughs> the rush driver, I love it. The oh, what a we rush! Just, we just assumed like if it's a it's a lucha move, we either go with the driver well, and, or special. And what I dug, and you just had the guy's name to it. Yes. So like, if so it's, it's the rush driver. The the, the rush driver, Ultimo Guerrero, Ultimo Guerrero special. <laughs> if it's a other move, it's the like. I kind of like the yeah, what a the, rush. The, what a rush. What a rush. Did you what, a rush. what a rush. That's what it is. So, um, Oh, my goodness. Soberano Jr. versus um, Dragon Lee? Might be sweet. Might be sweet. It but might be a little bit of a, two similar guys. Might be. Well, let's see. Let's see. We'll be watching. You guys don't get to watch because you have to listen to us instead. They are watching. They're not listening to us right now. <laughs> they, they probably are, are, are going to listen to the show afterwards and... Realize that we were right about these guys. Totally. But let me go home with what I was saying about... It's your fault, Kurt, for sure. Everything's my fault. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're you know. Always the king. So anyways, uh, Shocker took the first fall, and I don't know what you call this move, but it is a move that I've loved forever. The only thing I know is it's credited to Diablo Velasco, which the means... Rainetta? It's the one where, uh, with your left leg, you hook it over the guy's uh, oh. neck, and the other one, you, your right leg, you hook it under his leg, and you cradle him over. Oh, okay. I, I used to do a variation of it when I saw the Brassos do it once. They did it where they would twist the guy into a wrist lock. Who and, did this, Shocker? Uh, Shocker did it in the okay. first fall. And then in the second fall, Rush beats him with the exact same move. And what I love, which I didn't notice on the fan cam, is when he beats... Shocker in that third fall. Usually, when there's an Apuestas matches, you know they look kind of drained or kind of like, "Oh, I won." It's like when he pinned Shocker, and after the three count, he just makes this wild look and sticks his tongue yeah, out. Yeah, because like, it's it's his whole gimmick is that he's beating all these heroes of um of the fans, and the heat was great. Yeah, because the that, crowd. He's a dick. His whole gimmick is he's a dick. And I love you know nobody under nobody gets this. I love he's a tech that they keep him a technico. 
And I know how it befuddles everybody, but that's the key. They're going to keep booing him. If they make him a Rudo, it's going to kill the whole... This is like Revolution Pro, remember? <laughs> you remember what, you know why I'm saying Revolution Pro, right? The skinny guy is wrestling? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, this is like watching Revolution Pro. Dragon, Dragon Lee versus Soberano Jr. Okay. And I wish some guys would stay this skinny in Lucha Libre. Some of them do. Actually, don't, most of them don't. <laughs> they don't, yeah, I know. I, uh, that's something I do miss about Lucha. I do miss the weight classes. You know, well, things you know, change, time evolves, but... The thing is, like, these guys are a lot thin. Like, they're young guys, too, so they're going to grow. Oh, I know, in a few years, but, yeah. you know... It's not, it's not, it's not... Back in the 70s, like, people like Rosado... Oh, I people like you, Rosado Ruiz would stay at flyweight. Liz, Liz Mark Jr. posted a tweet of his son working out. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Ah, nice that was Rana. sweet. Um, I got I to gotta turn up the audio for the judging, though. Okay, well then it might so be a good I think time. We might have to stop. It, it might be a good time to conclude. Yeah. And I'm gonna uh, watch They'll need a look. And thank you for putting up with us this time, <laughs> folks. Those of you who listened to the whole thing, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, before we go, I really want to very quickly plug that uh, Dan Farron, Danny Wolf, Wolf, and Joey Gaynor. Danny Wolf. He is <laughs> now going to be Danny Wolf. <laughs> John Lovitz oh. Comedy Club.com. They have a new podcast that you can see. Go check it out. It's a video cast. It's a video cast, right. A video <laughs> podcast designed by humans. Don't forget that. Designed by humans. Check it out. And uh, watch it. Busca de un idolo. Yes. Fridays and Tuesdays. Parrots, parrots, parrots. The parrot is a judge. Parrots, parrots, parrots. Oh, look at those. We dogs. will be back soon with a much more sensical podcast. We promise.